0: Namaste. Welcome to Call and Response Podcasts with Krishnadas, where he shares meaningful stories of his life on the path of his Guru Maharaji and integrating spiritual practice into our everyday lives. Call and Response Podcasts is an offering of the Kirtan Mala Foundation. The foundation is dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba, a great spiritual teacher of India.
1: It's more like an ability to let go. Yeah, all these practices, all these traditions really are here for us to help us overcome the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, which, for the most part, are at least limiting, to say the least. So all these practices are so based in love. Uh, some years ago, uh, one of the lamas I st- study with, Sokni Rinpoche, invited me to sing at one of his retreats where he was going to teach on devotion. Now, in Tibetan Buddhism, devotion is not talked about separately as a subject, usually. It's part of the practices. But Rinpoche was going to discuss the, 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 that aspect of devotion separately. So he asked me to sing, and so I sang. And But one of the things he said over and over is that uh, if we don't love ourselves, how will we ever really love all beings, not to mention another being, real love? And... Uh, It was very interesting to see some of his students react to that because, you know, Buddhists, what are you going to do with them? So intellectual sometimes, you know, thinking about stuff and understanding the philosophy. And I remember one time I said to Rinpoche after, because I don't take that many teachings with him, but we became very friendly at one point and I said, Rinpoche, don't underestimate the ability of Westerners to not understand what you're talking about.
2: <laughs>
1: and he went, and then by the next year, he had reorganized his teachings. Uh, it was very interesting because I think he realized that we talk a good game. But when it comes to the nitty gritty, we, we, we hide our issues, cloud the, cloud the sun like the clouds. They block the sun. So. And, of course, her loving kindness talks about this all the time, you know, how to, how to, how offering loving kindness to others uh, heals our own hearts. And Maharaj used to say, don't think about yourself, you know, when I I was going to kill myself that time. Uh, I was going to jump in the river behind the temple, you know. It was about six inches deep. But I figured if I got my head, you know, stuck under a rock, I could probably get it done, you know. So he said, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Jump in the river? Ha, ha, ha. He said, you can't die. He said, worldly people don't die. He said, only Jesus died the real death. What is he talking about? Only Jesus died? And he looks, yeah. Why? Because he never thought of himself. What is the real death? What's the death of the ego? When thoughts of me no longer arise. When it isn't about me anymore. How am I doing? How am I doing now? Am I wearing the right clothes? Am I sitting straight enough? You know, did I put up enough makeup? I got that. What does that call that stuff? Anyway, acne medicine. It's been so long since I had a pimple. I don't remember. Because I don't have a mind either, you know. So, uh, you know, he never thought of himself. Thoughts of me never arose in that being. And, of course, all I did was think about myself. And I said, all I do is think about myself. What am I going to do? And he looks at me, attachment. Ha! (laughs) He wasn't buying it. So, eventually, I gave it up for that particular period of time. All right, let's sing a little bit, and um, then we'll go, you know, we're gonna go back and forth with Bob, talking, singing, talking, singing, falling asleep, talking, singing. (laughs) And you got a whole three-hour dose tomorrow, so that's gonna be great. So I usually start with this prayer, in fact I always start with this prayer, it's a prayer to Hanuman. Now in Indian system, in the Ramayana, the story of Ram, Ram's wife Sita is stolen by the demon Ravana, and Ravana has ten heads. Uh, Each head is for one of the senses and the object of the senses. It's the whole worldly attachment and identification. So Sita is the individual soul, they say. And so the ego wants that soul, wants the shakti, wants the juice. So it grabs it and takes it away to its island and it wants to mate with it, but due to a curse. The ego can no, can't seduce the soul. The soul has to fall in love with the ego. Otherwise, the ego doesn't get the juice. And that could never happen. So it's, it's a beautiful story. So, uh, but in the story, Rama, who's God, and whose job in that incarnation, in, as that avatar, is to pretend that he's a human being, the perfect human being, and pretends he doesn't know what's going on. But at one point he has to kind of shake it up a little bit. And he sees he tells Hanuman, Okay, so here, take my ring. And if you meet Sita, because the monkeys are gonna that Ram meets are gonna go out and try to find Sita, because Ram is wandering in the jungle crying for his wife, and he doesn't know where she is, and he has all alone. What's he gonna do? And then he meets the monkeys and he meets Hanuman. So now all the monkeys are going to cover the earth looking for Sita. But Ram gives Hanuman his ring. And he says, when you find Sita, show her this ring so she knows you come from me. So Hanuman is this, the power of grace. The flow of grace, which is always flowing. And what it does is connects... That individual reflection with the great light, the one light, and by removing the obstacles and locating that within us. So, this prayer to Hanuman is what I usually start with. Now, I really wouldn't know anything about Hanuman except that when we got to India, we found out that Maharaji was considered to be actual incarnation of Hanuman, and the more we spent time with him, the more we got glimpses into what that really means and how that works.
2: So, can I ask a question? So, Hanuman has a, has a brother, a Sugriva or something? Hold on. Hanuman Hanuman has, has a brother, doesn't he? Or no, Sugriva is his,
1: said, is his king.
2: Uh, Sugriva is the king of yeah. the monkeys. Does he have a Mrs. Hanuman?
1: No Mrs. Hanuman. No? As according to most people. But you told me a story once. <laughs> Yes. Would you like to tell me Well, that's it, no. about
2: Tibet. That's the Tibet. Tibet, yeah, well, that's Tibetan so, so. vision, but yeah. I, in, the, in, the, in Ramayana, in Rama lore, there's no...
1: No, Mrs. Hanuman, There's no. no
2: Mrs. Hanuman. He doesn't show up for tea with Raman Sita when all is over in the war, and he brings along Mrs. Hanuman to No Mrs. Hanuman enjoy tea. Anyone. Mrs. Hanuman has to stay in the tree. Hmm? Mrs. Hanuman stays in the tree.
1: Does he say he's...
2: I mean does she just stays in the tree? She doesn't come and hang out with Rama? Who? Mrs. Hanuman.
1: There is no Mrs. Hanuman.
2: (laughs) There is. Are you kidding? Hanuman. Well, actually in the Tibetan story, well, maybe you're right in the Tibetan story. Yeah. They don't call him Hanuman Necessarily in that particular origin myth of the Tibetans They say he's a monkey a, a as a monk, he's God, an emanation right? of Avalokiteshvara. Yeah. Avalokiteshvara. Yeah. And, um, and Avalokita, you know, the word Avalokita, or lo, even Loka, but Avalokita especially means Ishvara means, you know, God. Yeah. And Avalokita means the caring one who looks, looks on with a with caring love, you know, uh-huh. loving care. Uh-huh. So that's what Avalokita means Avalokita Ishvara. It's kind of like a, a little dig at Maha Ishvara. Mm -hmm. The great god who's like big shot type thing. This is the one who is fussing over people, you know, like cares about (laughs) them. So anyway, they think of him as a he's an emanation and he's a monkey monk. Mm -hmm. He's a monk monkey.
1: A monkey, a celibate monkey god. A
2: celibate monkey god. Yeah. And a bodhisattva, you know, Mm -hmm. and a bodhisattva god. And he goes to the mountains in Tibet and he meditates there and he's Mm -hmm. meditating and then he's still the beautiful Golden, wonderful, like monkey, Bodhisattva okay. monkey. So there is a kind of um, goddess of the mountain, mm-hmm. who sometimes they call her an ogress, an ogress, or a demoness. Mm. But just because she can be fierce, but she's really beautiful also. true. And she falls in love with the monkey monk. I see. So she says, come on, what is this monkey-monk business? I want to marry you. I want you to marry me. What's the monk thing? And he says, no, 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 I'm a monk. I may be a monkey, but I'm a monk. (laughs) So no marrying. I don't marry. And this goes on and on. Finally, she gets desperate. She really is in love with him. And she knows he should, He's kind of likes her a lot too, you know, but he's a monk. Uh-huh. And so then he asks the, another form of Lokeshwara, the one who's in the pure land, Sukhavati, mm-hmm. the blissful land of Amitabha, mm-hmm. infinite life Buddha, in the heavenly plane up there in the Brahma, akanishtha heaven, mm-hmm. and uh, top of what they call the form realm, realm of pure form. And he says, okay, I know you emanated me as a monk monkey, but this lady is going to throw herself off the mountain if I don't marry her. So could I give back my monk vow? Mm. And yeah, sure, you know, you don't have to be a monk. It's okay. You can give it back. Just like that? Yeah, sure. Just like what? (laughs) Just like that? Okay, what the hell? He offers it back.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: For, you know, for an act of compassion to save the life of this I see. rock uh, goddess, mm. demoness, ogress, yeah. beautiful mountain goddess. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, so they marry.
1: He got the night off. And the then man. they
2: produce many, many children, uh-huh. and uh, they have six different varieties of the children, I see. because these are beings that come from the six planes of existence, you know, uh-huh. hell, preta realm, the realm of so-called hungry ghosts mm-hmm. and the animal realm, human realm, asura, titan realm, and deva realm, you know, mm-hmm. God realm. Six realm. So there are different kinds of Tibetans, in other words. And then the whole the whole Tibetan bless you. Bless you. And the whole Tibetan race race comes from that. From the mating so, of the yeah, so they say that God, no, typical chauvinists, yeah. warriors tribal originally, you know, mm-hmm. they blame their naughtiness on the the rock ogress, uh-huh. and they blame their goodness on the monkey monk. <laughs> <laughs> Typical chauvinist, but Typical never man. mind. Uh-huh. But the point is, that's the story. Of, that's he, the story. of a good we, monk, we, but we what is he, that he, to he seems to be, have been a good monk because husband. you yeah. discovered something that I didn't realize quite in the Kalachakra. What to tell us? What you discovered? Oh yeah. In the in the wheel of time uh, prophecy.
1: Well. The, you first explain just a little bit about what the color chakra okay, is okay so well color
2: chakra is a color uh, chakra means time machine
1: the time machine
2: and it's a chakra because chakra like means a wheel but just like we say about someone who comes up with a new with a with a tesla we say oh nice wheels we say so you in in sanskrit chakra can just mean a machine and so the color chakra is a form of buddha that the Buddha manifests to show his presence in all time, because he, he and he shows that to give an excuse. That's his excuse for becoming a Buddha, because he shouldn't become a Buddha as a bodhisattva unless everybody's already a Buddha, right? So, in other words, we people like I was probably some kind of like a, a worm or something on the side of the tree where Buddha, under which Buddha attained enlightenment. And I, I could have complained, like, you promised as yes, a bodhisattva you wouldn't attain freedom from suffering until we're all free from suffering. So, where are you heading? Where, where are you going? What's up? You're like Lone Ranger, you're leaving town and we're still here? <laughs> what is that? And so he then shows himself as a Kala Chakra, time machine. Because one of the aspects of enlightenment is not only do you experience yourself as everyone else, which is really weird. It's a weird thing. You know, people wrongly think enlightenment means something, some bright light goes off in your brain and you sort of go poof and disappear. And then, oh gee, it was great attain enlightenment. But that sucks, you know, that idea. That totally sucks. What good is that if he disappears? It doesn't do me any good. Right, that's silly. No. So, but actually enlightenment is defined as where you realize you, everyone, and, and also, do you not realize you're everyone, In this, this is very important, it's not what I call the cheap experience of oneness. The cheap experience of oneness is where you kind of, you get a sort of bright light, and everybody else is also dissolves into the bright light, and you dissolve into the bright light, and, all and you're all one, and you're all just a bright light. So you don't feel guilty that you abandon people to go and enjoy being in a bright light, because you feel you're not there either. So it's, we're all one and nobody's there. Isn't that great?
1: Fantastic.
2: That's what I call a cheap one. And then you come back later and say, oh, it was all one. But Do you, uh, you come back later? Is what... And then actually some people will even act like, well, I know it's all one because I saw everybody else and myself disappear and you didn't, so I, I want like a Rolls Royce or something. <laughs> Or nowadays, it might have been Tesla. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have 100 Teslas, please. So never mind. So they behave badly sometimes, people like that. But you see, the expensive oneness is different. The expensive oneness is yes, you have a kind of bright light experience, maybe. But the final experience is it's all one, and everybody's there. And they're all looking at you, and you suddenly find yourself looking at yourself from their perspective. Can you imagine that, you know, some of you probably are empathetic. Everyone who's been a mother has been empathetic. Everyone who's been a loving father has been empathetic, right? You feel you are that little Google goggle thing there, you know, for a while. (laughs) Or you feel that about your lover. So everyone has had experience of feeling they are two people or more. Actually, people on a football team, they think they're the whole team, you know? Sometimes that's why they get mad when somebody knocks out their friend, you know? And army people even get like that. So human beings can expand their sense of identification. So, but imagine if your sense of identification became so huge that you felt you were everyone, even just in this room, much less everyone on the whole planet, and much less not just the human beings, all the animals, all the gods, all the devas, all the demons, everyone. That would be truly weird, wouldn't it?
1: that's that's the expense of oneness for
2: sure that would be super weird and then you become frustrated because when you're in that light you saw that everyone already has a Buddha nature they're made even of Buddha bliss that's what the positive gracious vision is but they don't know it Hmm. and then you can't blast them with bliss because they're too paranoid (laughs) <laughs> you go blast somebody with bliss, and they think the alien is after them. And they're going to, like, don't get in my space. I don't want that bliss. What, that's your bliss. Leave me alone. I have my own bliss. <laughs> that's what people do. So you can't do that. The only thing, each one has to open up to the reality, through their own mindfulness taken to its limit, taken to the bhutakoti, what they call the limit of being, where they are mindful of their rich, true nature, and then so then apparently, and this I know it's preposterous. It's because the Indian people, they don't need Star Trek. They had it thousands of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Total Star Trek. They mm-hmm. remind us Star Trek. The monkey he brings a mountain full of medicine and dumps they it play down. Around and all the big soldiers things. jump up. Yeah. They all had Star Trek long time ago. Yeah. And uh, you know Star Trek is some way of trying to catch us up. Yeah. Do you know yeah really I... like kirk is rama spock is <laughs> spock is lakshmana ah. dr mccoy is i don't know which one you know mm-hmm. and uh and uh fourth is hanuman i see seriously mm. so it's catching us up okay so but, but anyway time machine so time machine then means that the Buddha, when you attain that oneness, you're also one with all beings in all the moments of time—past, present, and future. So, because after all, time is like a space; it's like a subtler space than spaces. You know, time—it's a space of time, a space of duration, of continuum, right? And so, everything is past and future. So, when you become Buddha, you're all in all moments of the future. So then, you become aware that everyone else will eventually become Buddha. And not only that, but you, you then manifest to accelerate that process so they can do it as quickly as possible. The really dense ones might take a million lifetimes. The quicker ones, a hundred, etc. But you're going to work on it with them, type of attitude. I mean, that, this is the sci-fi idea of kala Chakra, okay? So, so then, to be specifically on this planet, Shakyamuni Buddha's time, Kalachakra is him showing that history—it's like um, Omega Point idea of Tyar de Chardin. It's like he, it's an ancient Buddhist Tayaar vision, if you know what that is, where things are going to a positive point, which is called Shambhala. And so there's a time when Shambhala is here, when a lot more people become enlightened, and it looks like everything is going down the drain into the Koch brothers car infested bank accounts and that's what it looks like And and that's good that we see that because then we're going to see that it doesn't happen but it looks like that but actually it's going to go in a great place we're going to have a great time only 400 years from now Okay, so then there's a little struggle between now and then. We've been having the struggle, the world wars and things, and a little bit of struggle, and we had a struggle, 218 election, and 2020's election is a struggle. We're all going to win.
0: Thank you so much for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Kirtan Mala Foundation. Krishnadas is renowned for leading kirtan, the spiritual practice of chanting, and workshops around the world. For more information about him, including upcoming events, please visit krishnadas.com, k-r-i-s-h-n-a-d-a-s.com. We also invite you to visit kirtanwalafoundation.org, kirtanwallah Here you will find more offerings dedicated to spreading the teachings of Neem Karoli Baba. Love everyone, serve everyone, remember God, Ram Ram.